Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 133 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stauffer, Brendan Escott with you. Royal Pizza celebrating 50 years in Edmonton, and they're still making it great. On now through October at Royal Pizza. Royal Pizza offering the combo special. Your choice of Greek or Caesar salad with garlic toast, two medium gourmet pizzas, and four anniversary cookies, all for just $50. Pick that up at any of their 14 locations in the Edmonton and surrounding area. Momentarily, we are going to... Uh, hook up uh, with Kurt Hill, we who is the general manager of the Edmonton Oil Kings. We, again, would like to... Uh, uh, <laughs> we, again, I, I just... I got to thank Jerry Johansson. We've got a lot of response out of Slave Lake, Alberta. Jerry Johansson from the Sports Corporation coming in. Bob, great interview. That one comes to us uh, from Slave Lake from uh, Camrose. Uh, this, this one made me laugh from John. Uh, hey, Bob, great interview with Jerry Johansson. If my 14-year-old son can overcome my genetics and be a great hockey player, definitely uh, have him talk to Jerry right away. Uh, out of Edmonton, Bob, please stop cutting your guest off mid-sentence. It's freaking rude. My, well, I, I I tried to keep going and because we had so many texts coming in, and there were people saying uh, this one comes in. Uh whether KDK texts the show to say, could you ask Jerry whether or not UFA players select destinations with tax structure under consideration? I can tell you for a fact, that is a fact. Um, Jason from Sangudo, you win the prize. Bob, if you ever decide to be a sports agent, just tell U of A stories until the general manager submits to your demands. That one comes to us from Jason from Sangudo. So good stuff. Again, you can text us at 630, 630. Sunny in Vancouver wanted to talk about uh, hockey academies. We heard uh, Ian Gallagher's got that Delta uh, uh, Academy out of Wetaskiwin. Dan says, Bob, fascinating conversation. You're asking great questions, which makes for a great insight as well. So some guys like the tone of it. I, I think... Uh, there you go. Uh, Kyle in Slave Lake says, Bob, can you ask Jerry to say, show me the money, please, off the Jerry Maguire skit? Uh, well, a- again, the best agents 
make sure there's always something left a little bit on the table. Another text came in saying, Bob, is uh, asked Jerry if Brendan Gallagher is underpaid at $4 million per. Um, yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, some would say that's the case. We got lots of... Um, Lots going on there. Uh, this text comes into us from Cactus Jack. He says, Bob, long-time listener, first-time texter. Well, not really. Jerry is a, a good interview, <laughs> but he's no Marty McSorley. <laughs> no, seriously, that was really good work. Uh, Jerry was a terrific guest to get on. Nice work. That one comes to us from Cactus Jack. Uh, we'll get some thoughts from Kurt Hill, who's the general manager of the Edmonton Oil Kings. Kurt, welcome back to, uh, let me just hit this button here, make sure I got the right one going. Welcome back to Oilers Now. How are you doing, Kurt? I'm doing good. Back in Okay, you're, you're, you're cutting in and out there. Uh, are you in the catacombs of the building or yet? Uh, where are you at right now? I'm downstairs, yeah. You're downstairs. That's better. Uh, we just had Jerry Johansson on from the Sports Corporation, so I'm going to ask you, I, I, I know you've got, uh, Ethan Cap is a Sports Corporation player, is he not? Yes, he is. Yeah. Uh, how, mu- how much contact are you guys in as WHL general managers with the, uh, the agents that represent these players? Uh, a fair bit. I think a lot of the contact is uh, more when they're younger, and you just draft them, and you know they're they're in their fifteen or fourteen or, or sorry, sixteen year old seasons, and you know when it's that time where they might sign a standard player agreement, and at that point, um, once they become a part of your club, a lot of the time it's uh, you know you're mostly just in contact with the player himself. That's with your team, not really the agency anymore, unless uh, there's an issue that you're you're dealing with. Do you guys? talk to the agents uh about potential trades because sometimes there's actual when you when a guy signs with an organization there might be a little bit of i don't know if you guys do this with the oil kings but we've heard stories in the past certainly of the ohl where guarantees have been made that the player wouldn't get traded and then lo and behold you have to ask for approval like ryan mcleod as an example i believe last year he's an Oilers uh, prospect second round pick uh there had to be approval from the McLeod family before he was moved. Uh, I believe he got traded to Saginaw during the season. So does that ever come into play? It depends what's in the player's agreement at the end of the day. Um, all players now in the Western League with the new rules can't be traded at 15 or 16 years old no matter what. And then yeah. uh, just depending on what a player has at 17, if it's uh, maybe he can be in a position where um, the player has to ask to be moved at some point. So it, it there's different variations, but uh, yeah, sometimes you get the situation where the, you're dealing with the agent and a player has requested one, but uh, it's not common um, if a player has a no move, movement clause that a team would approach the agency in that in that case. Okay, Kurt Hill joining us, general manager of the Amazon Oil Kings. So you guys, how many days in a training camp are you guys right now? It's the third day of uh, rookie camp, actually, so we have one more session here uh, tonight of games for rookie camp, and then we'll be cutting down and starting main camp uh, tomorrow morning. How many kids do you have at rookie camp right now? Right now we got about 56 uh, rookie camp, and uh, we'll plan to have the same number at the uh, main camp starting tomorrow. So how, what are, for the rookie camp, what are we talking, kids 14 to 17? Uh, oh, three is no four. So our last two uh, draft classes, all those uh, drafted players are there, and then we also have uh, players that we invited out to camp here to, to complete the rosters. So you have a 50-man uh, – li- how many people do you, does each major junior team have on their list? How does that work? 
Yeah, so every team has a 50-man player list, so you're allowed to have 50 guys, which includes your current roster. Um, right now, your uh, your 20-year-old players don't count towards your list, so where we're at, so those players, yeah, we're actually over 50, and then every team also has a, a, a college portion of our list for players that commit to, to play in the NCAA. Players can be moved onto a college list that don't count against your 50 any longer. So uh, long story short, it's 50, but there's some variations where you go over 50 and you could have upwards of 60 to 65 players on your list. Okay. Uh, Kurt Hill joining us right now. So you guys get started with the main camp tomorrow? Yeah, main camp starts tomorrow. We've got practices for the three teams, and then uh, uh, they're playing games tomorrow night starting at 3 o'clock. All right. Uh, off of the, I already mentioned I saw that Connor McDonald's going to, uh, was it Ottawa's uh, rookie camp? Yes, yeah. Connor McDonald will be going to Ottawa. He went to their development and been invited back to their uh, rookie camp. Okay. Uh, how many other kids are you going to – so next week's all the rookie camps for NHL teams. How many sort of of your, your regular uh, guys are going to be away at NHL rookie camps next week? Yeah, the total's eight. So uh, McDonald's in Ottawa, Cope's in Calgary, uh, Cap is coming to Edmonton, staying here. Uh, McLeod goes to Dent to Colorado, Keeler's in Edmonton, Alistair's going to Toronto, Williams is going to Pittsburgh, and then obviously Robertson will be going to uh, New York where he was drafted. And Trey's not at camp. Trey already is in Columbus. He went there early uh, August, so uh, with all anticipation to be a pro this year. Yeah, you guys do not expect Trey Fix-Molanski back. He had a 100-point season last year for the Edmonton Oil Kings. So as a 20-year-old, you're expecting them to play. They've also lost a lot of people in their organization, so there's a pretty good chance he sticks and plays in the AHL next, uh, this season. Yeah, I, I, we believe so. All the conversations we've had with him and the fact that he went up there last year and played uh, some playoff games in Cleveland. I mean, and he was one of the, he played really well in those games. So, uh, you know, uh, I think he's ready to make that jump. Sorry, Kurt. You said two players. So Ethan Cap, who Jerry Johansson had. Did you say Keeler? Liam Keeler was that the other one? Yeah, Liam Keeler. Correct. Yeah, Liam's going to be attending Oiler camp as well. So two players from the Oil Kings off. Eight players overall. Um, when do you guys start playing preseason games, Kurt? Uh, we start. We have a game here on September third. Uh, so next, uh, so Tuesday, we play Red Deer here, and uh, we kind of changed it. Brent, Brent, and I, uh, Brent Sutter and I chatted a bit, so we're going to make that an eighteen and under game. So we uh, we both have a lot of younger players still left in camp at that point. So a good opportunity to have some of our listed, our signed players, sorry, uh, get in those games. So it's going to be eighteen and under. This is uh, going to be a big year. I mean, you guys had the number one. You came into a situation where the Oil Kings had the number one pick in the 2018 WHL Bantam Draft, and that is Dylan Gunther. Uh, he's obviously been in uh, the last three days at rookie camp. How's he looking? Oh, he's looking really good. I think every time he's got the puck, he's creating offense out there. So he's uh, exciting to watch. You know, he's first overall pick. He should be good out there. It's, uh, you know, it's going to be. It's exciting to see where he's going to be tomorrow once we. We uh, bring our veteran players into the fold, but uh, Dylan got a lot of opportunity with us last year and playing the eight regular season games, two in the playoffs, and just being around our group, uh, making it to the third round, even though we didn't get into a lot of those games. It's still, uh, with our young group last year, real invaluable for all those guys uh, getting that experience. Yeah, he scored three goals, had four points in eight regular season games. Of course, he can't play full-time in uh, Major Junior in, at 15 unless you go the exceptional player route. Uh, obviously, this is a guy that's going to be on your team this season. Is that fair? Yeah, I, I mean, Dylan, first overall pick, he's a guy that's going to be able to be in our lineup. And, uh, you know, it's it's tough. You know how it is, Bob. At 16, it's tough to be, come in and be a, be a true impact player, but uh, he's also the first overall pick, special player. So, well, it's 
it's just going to depend how quickly he gets acclimatized to the league. But uh, he's looked great here in rookie camp. I know he had a great summer. He grew a little more, put on more weight. And um, all indications, he had a great under-17 camp in Calgary at the end of July. So everything's trending in the right direction. And, uh, you know, he's yeah, the, the most exciting part about it is that he put in the work this summer and he made more strides in his game. Uh, Kurt Hill joining us, President General Manager of the Edmonton Oil Kings, Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers now. Kurt, um, Jake Neighbors played for Canada. I uh, watched the games, the Holinka Gretzky that were broadcast on TSN. They do a great job, by the way, on that event. Um, Jake was a little quiet offensively, but maybe the international game, he's he's kind of a guy that's more tailor-made to play in North America. This guy's going to be a big, he was the fourth overall pick in the uh, now I'm trying to think of the year, 2017 WHL Bantam draft. This is going to be a big player for you this season. This is his draft year as well. Yeah, I know. Like Jake last year for us, uh, a guy that came in at 16th fourth overall pick, and uh, it was it was a tough year that first year in the league. He had some injury and uh, it's a long season, but still, I think he had close to 25 points last year. But where you know, with Jake, it was the one the, one of the most exciting things about Jake is. He's always had that ability to raise his game in the big games and in the playoffs. For us in the playoffs last year, he scored some big goals for us, one against Calgary and that in game one against them that really turned that game around and really put us in the driver's seat in that series. And I think in the playoffs, he was just under point a game, like 12 points in 16 games are out there. So this is a guy that uh, things get tight and, you know, the benches get a little bit shorter. He seems to raise the rise to the occasion. Uh, you you know you're, you've lost uh, most likely lost Fix Wolanski, lost Chievo as well, and Quinn Benjafeld. So those were two 20 year old forwards. Connor McDavid or Connor McDonald is the highest scoring uh, player. You come back a defenseman, 19 goals, 50 points. I've got to ask you a bit about Carter Such. Uh, his dad Mark uh, uh, played university hockey over at uh, the U of A. Um, 45 points last year in 68 games. A little bit quiet in the playoffs, but this is a guy that's got a chance to be a pretty good top six forward, and this is a big year for him as well, isn't it? Yeah, you know, when you look at our forward group, there's tons of opportunity in that. Uh, he's one of the, he's in our 01 age category where we have a lot of guys, but Carter, it's uh, he's an October birthday, so he's a guy that this is an NHL draft year, and you know, anybody that, for for a guy like that to come in and have he had nine points before, so he came from nine to 45 last season, and he had a he had a tremendous regular season for us, and yeah, the playoffs again. He's he pretty much was a, almost a 16-year-old in the league last year with that late birthday, and it's a long season for some of these players. And um, so down the stretch there, it might have just been a little bit of a burnout factor, but uh, we expect big things from Carter. It's uh, a lot of those old ones that we have in our lineup. They got to take that next step in their game, and there's there's no more looking around the room and seeing Trey sitting across from you and saying, oh. Well, it's okay. He's going to pick us up and get things going for us. It's those guys collectively as a group got to start looking at themselves, and they're going to be relied on to do that this year. Dylan Miskew is is he's a twenty year old goaltender for you, right? Yes, he is. Yeah. No hesitation there. I mean, some teams don't like having a twenty, uh, you know, burning a spot on a twenty year old goaltender. Uh, you guys can do it a little bit differently. I think maybe just given some of the the skill you have coming with some younger guys. Yeah, it's still a conversation for us. I mean, we're coming into the camp here. We have uh, Dylan Meskew, who's 20. We have Todd Scott, who's uh, 19 and was a backup last year, but has, has been a highly touted goalie in this league when he was first with Vancouver and then came over here in the trade for Davis Kosh. And um, Sebastian Costa comes into the mix this year, too, as a 17-year-old now and a guy that's been a part of the Hockey Canada program of excellence played really big for Fort Saskatchewan in the playoffs again last year. So um, there's three goalies in camp and there's two spots and uh, it'll be uh, a good couple weeks here to see who uh, rises to the occasion and uh, which direction we decide to go with. 
Jackson Alexander is not going anywhere for rookie camp. Is that right for an NHL team? No, he's not, Jackson. Obviously, he missed the majority of last season, and Jackson's just uh, taking the opportunity to get ready for this season. And, uh, I mean, he's another guy, almost like last year wasn't really his NHL draft year. It's going to be, uh, I think a lot of the NHL teams are going to see what he brings this year, and he's going to kind of have that uh, second crack at things this year and see how the year goes before uh, maybe somebody picks him uh, this June. Am I out of the realm of, uh, you know, am I out to lunch here? And people would often say I am, Kurt. But is this a guy that's got the ability to be a top four D-man for you this year? Oh, he does for sure. And it's an, I'm saying that with us having returning an extremely strong decor, like Cap and McLeod come back. We're both 19-year-old players. Robertson, you know, obviously being an NHL drafted guy. Connor McDonald, you talked about that, and being our leading scorer coming back. Um, so we didn't go out and trade a couple good prospects, a second-round pick and a fourth-round pick to get uh, – we didn't do that to, to get back a, a lackluster of a player. And, you know, we're really high on Jackson. He's a formal, former 17th overall pick here in the league, and he's a guy that uh, has championship pedigree already being – winning a championship with Swift Current, even though he didn't play a lot. He's kind of understands what it takes. So uh, we, ex- we expect Jackson to be a big contributor for our group, yes. All right, great stuff. Again, uh, Tuesday night now, is that over at the community arena? Tuesday night? Yeah, we're Tuesday, Friday, Community Arena for our two games that will, two preseason games that will be in Edmonton. All right, super stuff. Kurt, we appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Thanks a lot, Bob. You bet. 149 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you in Oilers now. When we come back, we'll get to uh, this day in Oilers history for New West Travel. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 150 in Edmonton to this day in Oilers history, brought to you by New West Travel. Ask about their Oilers Now hockey road trips to New York City. That one's almost sold out. And Chicago. Those are different trips, by the way, because the Oilers actually open up three games in New York and then into Chicago, but it's the second Chicago trip that we're going to do with New West Travel. Call New West Travel or go online at newwesttravel.com. August 29th. 2010. No. Is that right? That is right. Okay. August 29, 2010. Coming off back-to-back 40-plus point seasons, former sixth overall pick Sam Gagne signs a two-year $4.55 million contract extension with Edmonton. He played four more seasons here before the Oilers traded him to Tampa Bay for Teddy Purcell. All right. Um, this text comes in uh, out of Edmonton. Bob, Dylan Gunther was... Re- you just had Kurt Hill on from the Oil Kings. Dylan Gunther was really good uh, in Calgary. Honestly, uh, Jake Neighbors was lucky to make the Lenka team. He wasn't very good at camp and really only showed up in the two final games that Canada played overseas. Uh, a lot of guys... Uh, it's, it's funny because in the playoffs, Jake Neighbors was really good for the Oil Kings in the WHL playoffs. Uh, Haas57 said, Bob, uh, your interview with Jerry Johansson, best segment of the week. Hope you can get more people like Jerry on the show. Out of St. Albert, Bob, great back-to-back shows uh, uh, this week. Uh, so more response coming in. And it was, Brendan, it was, I think what I, what I sense is people like Jerry's tone. It's not confrontational. It's not adversarial. It's let's work together. Um, I think Jerry comes across as a guy who doesn't give you the impression that he's ever the smartest guy in the room, but he's he knows what he's doing, and the book would suggest that. And the volume, even how he handled the, you know, well, we're in dialogue with Tampa Bay. Like it's pretty obvious. Braden Point wants to play, and why wouldn't he? Of course, he'd want to play in Tampa. We have a lot of people that, you know, it's funny. There was a. 
uh, from the Hockey News, Matt Larkin. I don't know Matt personally, but he wrote a piece uh, a bit about, and there was an inference made in the piece about Leon Dreisaitl and, you know, all these guys aren't very happy. Well, Connor and Leon end up having to uh, face the media a lot, and I can't imagine what it would be like to have to face the media and and deal with sort of the negative impressions about the club overall when those guys have achieved what they've achieved over the last, you know, <laughs> for both of them, the last four years. So I have some empathy for the position that those players are in. Um, and sometimes you're being asked to comment on stuff that you're not 100%. I mean, what do you think of Yesapoliarby? If you're, you know, what's what's a guy going to sit there and say? A, a good guy isn't going to sit there and throw a, a former teammate or a player under the bus. So less sometimes is more. Um, and you know what? When you're the Oilers and you've had some missteps as an organization along the way, you, you, you have to eat it, and there has to be responsibility there. We've seen a bit of a shift on the Pugliarvi perspective in town, and some of that was, frankly, Pugliarvi's camp's own doing. We'll see what happens moving forward with Jesse. Brendan, you're taking uh, tomorrow off. I am. I'm going to miss you. Are you? Well, a little bit. We got Brad Whisker uh, is going to help us out. He's going to uh, be jumping in. We're going to have uh, Brendan Ulrich on as well tomorrow. Can't go a day without a Brendan and No, no I, I wanted, I'm surprised you didn't go with the Brendan and ben, Brendan combo for a couple weeks when I was gone. I was kind of thinking you guys might maybe... Uh, do a couple days like that, maybe on Thursdays or something. But uh, you got the. Uh, are you going? Are you going to Calgary for the Battle of Alberta Classic on the Labor Day game on Monday? No, you're not. Oh, you're not going down there, right? No, we've got uh, Crusader season is ramping up, so I'm going to get busy on that other end. But you, too. now, what's you have Carter Savoy, not Matthew Savoy. Correct. There. Where is Matt? Where is Matthew Savoy right now? Uh, that I'm not sure of. In any conversation that I've had with him uh, over the course of the summer, it's been let's let's play with the waiting game as to where I'm going to end up. So yeah. I, you know, he's still 15 going into this season. But, but you can play junior eight 15, can you not? It's this. It's a Hockey Canada rule, okay. so the same rule applies to the okay. AJ that it does to the dub. Okay. Uh, Michael Benning, is he now at Denver, or is he still with the crew? Another full year here. Okay. So he's 17 this year? Is, he, is, he, is this yeah. his grade 12 year? This will be his grade 12 year. That's right. And he's a pretty good prospect for the uh, Pioneers. Is that Matt Carl that's coaching Denver now? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. Or maybe it's David Carl. I'm trying to think of which Carl's uh, replaced... What's his face? It's in Dallas right now uh, with the Dallas Stars organization. That's great. I forgot. Oh, Jim Montgomery. There we have it. Uh, tonight, Reed Wilkins. What has he got shaking an inside? A fluid show? or Looks like he... a fluid show tonight. Okay. Now, when we mean fluid show, what we mean is we don't 100% know yet who all of his guests are. So there's, right. there's a little insight for you. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll try to bluff our way uh, through another show. Thank you to everybody that took time to text us. I'm, I apologize. Uh, we got uh, four or 500 texts in, over the last hour, and I didn't get a chance to get to all of them, but we do appreciate uh, the contact that you gave us. Up next, uh, in the comments that you gave us, a news weather traffic update with uh, Carrie McCarthy, followed by the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News with Jayla and I. I'm off to the dentist. Uh, the drugs work pretty good this week. That's all I'm going to tell you. So long, everybody.
Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.